Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kings Meadow i Londons södra utkanter, det är hemmet för en klubb som egentligen inte finns. Det är arenan för ett lag där de egentligen inte vill spela. Bäst, det är såklart. AFC Wimbledon existerar i League 2, fjärde divisionen. Och har den här våren en möjlighet att ta ett historiskt kliv i seriesystemet. Allra mest är klubben ett bevis på att det faktiskt finns en rad andra krafter och värden som kan påverka resultatet. Också i en modern fotbollsvärld. Det här är en klubb. Som några andra också drivs av den lokala lusten snarare än utländska vinstintressen. Det är supporterkraften snarare än ägarstrukturen som påverkar resultatet. Det finns ju andra exempel på supporterföreningar i England. Kanske är det här klubben som har bäst chans att lyckas fullt ut och i det långa loppet. Välkommen nu till fredagsmagasinet om AFC Wimbledon och det vi kan kalla matchen mot verkligheten. What does the club mean for you? Oh, it's everything. Ever since I was little, I, I knew, used to know, well, my dad knows one of the players who played for them in the 70s, and it's just always been the, the old Wimbledon we supported. Yeah. Then that got taken away from us and yeah. went to, and that was terrible. And then we managed to get this new new club going, like Phoenix from the Ashes. So, yeah. oh, yeah, it means everything. Yeah. yeah. You see, we, we, we live in Yorkshire, yeah. so we come down for an occasional home match. Um, but we always go to the away matches in the north of England. Oh, that's the mascot. It is, yep. Hayden the Womble. So, so we go to all the away matches. We probably see about eight a year that we can get to easily in the north of England. And we thought this weekend we came down just to hopefully to see a home game. And uh, yeah. yeah, but never mind. That's the way. You can't do anything about the weather, no. can you? You see. No, but the club then. What does it mean for, to you? Well, it means a lot to me because um, a, a, a neighbour of mine, when we lived in the south, um, he was captain Ian of Ian Cook. Uh, someone by the name of Ian Cook, um, who's quite a legendary. Yeah. Um, and well, I've supported it ever since uh, the 70s, really. And, um, and obviously saw many games in the, in the south, and then they were taken over. And then it's been rebuilt in the last 12 years yeah. to, to what it is now. And what it was, Yeah, it's an amazing story. Yeah, right, right up from the bottom, right yeah. up to Division Two. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's a great story, really. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Like the original Wimbledon. Yeah. Went right up to the Premiership. A new fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. History repeated itself. Yeah, very much. So you know, it's, it's just a disappointment today, but it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll obviously come down again now for sake. It's a long way though. This club has survived worse oh, yeah. than this. Oh, yeah, very much. Yeah. Solen skiner. 
Men det är dagen efter ett kraftigt oväder. Massor med regn på kort tid. Och årets hemmamatch för AFC Wimbledon, den mot Portsmouth, blir inte av som planerat. Vaktmästaren är bussig och bjuder in oss ändå. Låser upp och visar oss in. Planen är för blöt för match. Sky skulle ha tv-sänd. Den sändningen ställs in och den lilla klubben tappar upp emot en halv miljon kronor motsvarande i ersättning och biljettförsäljning. Folk från Holland och Yorkshire, Ryssland och för den delen Sverige får vända därifrån utan matchen mellan de två supporterägda klubbarna. Apart from this game, what about the journey for the club, this, uh, this new club? What, what do you think will be uh, ending oh, well, up? Well, we're going to end up back at Plough Lane well, eventually. Back yeah. to Plough Lane in Wimbledon. Where it started, but um, I think at the moment um, uh, we're hoping that they might get into the playoffs yeah. so they maybe get a chance to go a division up. But um, it's unlikely because we saw them last week, um, didn't we? At, um, oh yeah, it's a bit inconsistent. Yes, Hartlepool last week and they yeah. lost. You know they should have won, but they lost. Yeah, oh. So, um, so th- th- a few points go missing, and yeah. then it, we're still ninth at the moment, and we've got to get to seventh to get in the playoffs. But uh, other teams, if, if if they if they have a bad bad patch and we have a good patch, we might just make it. <laughs> Is it important for this type of club to to uh, go further up? Oh yes, I think I think we might struggle to begin with because we're, we're very, very um, not not very many funds. We haven't got much money compared to a lot of the other clubs. We're very, very much obviously fa- it, fan it's a based. Club, you see, it's, yeah. it's owned by the fans, so therefore um, finance is limited, really. But um, I think if you could get up to another division, there'd be more revenue coming from the football league. And then, who knows? I mean, you can get better players. We've got some good players now, but you just need a little bit extra uh, to, to actually get get further forward. And for that, you need the money. You need the finance to go with it. Could this be the supporter club to make it? Oh, yes. Why not? Yeah. It's got a certain amount of magic about it, definitely. Lots yeah. of people that don't live in Wimbledon are, are, are fond. They have an affection for Wimbledon because of the story, the fairy tale story. Yeah. You see, they, they were sold out. Mm. What, what happened, at the, the, when the club was in the Premier League, um, it, 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 um, they had to say they had a good, good uh, cup run and, and they, they won the cup in 1980, yeah, yeah, as you probably know. You know all that. But... Uh, because of that, their players um, uh, attracted attention of other clubs, and they sold their players because the, ma- the chairman at the time wanted uh, to get some money back that he'd put into the club, and it, and then because of that, the club went down and down and down, and in the end, there was a uh, you heard of Milton Keynes, Milton Keynes, yeah, yeah, M- yeah, M- MK Dons, know you, you know the story. Well, 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 they bought up a team because yeah, that was a big city that didn't have a football club. And they offered the right money, and they took it. You see, and then the fans deserted them then, and thought, "Well, we start again." And they did. Is this club fantastic story? Uh, yeah, it is a story, and we know all about it. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder if if you uh, think it'll be uh, like a revenge, or is it uh, through lust, or what? What, oh, what are the driving forces? Oh, yeah. Passion, yeah, passion it's for the passion yeah. and determination. Yeah. To, to um, because we were um, really done the dirty on, you know, uh, to yeah. put it crudely. Um, I think it's a passion to get back now and prove the point that we uh, will always be a force, whether it be in Division yeah. Two, One, Championship, or whatever. If we're lucky enough to get as high as that, magic. Yeah. There's, there's always something to, to 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 go for, and the, the the biggest thing, really, if possible, would be to um, 
uh, get the better of MK Dons who bought us out because yeah. there's a lot of rivalry there as you probably yeah. know. We've beaten them once. Yeah, yeah just, the, just the once, yeah. I think. In three attempts, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know as much as we do. <laughs> and and uh, you could be in the League One together next year. Oh, oh yeah. How, yeah? That would, How, that would that be good? That would be, yeah, that would, that would be, good. be good. But yeah. I can't see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a tall order, I think. No, you never like, know. But mm. Running out of time to get the points to do it, I think. Yes. Could you see this uh, Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon, uh, back in the Premiership? Oh, in, in years to come. In, in time. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know whether I'd ever see it. Maybe but. 20 years' time. But yeah, very yeah, gradual, slowly but surely. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, but um, you, you, you've got to think that it's possible. Mm. Oh, yeah, anything's yeah. possible, oh, yeah. definitely. Det är supporterna till klubben som försvann. De råkade hålla på den förening som bildades i slutet på 1800-talet men som i början av 2000-talet kapades, snoddes av nybyggarstaden Milton Keynes. De flyttade helt enkelt klubben. Tio mil härifrån, från dess hem, från dess supportrar upp till nybyggarstaden Milton Keynes som saknade ett fotbollslag. De behövde en fotbollsklubb helt enkelt. Wimbledon var i ekonomisk knipa och flyttades under kraftiga protester med förbundets godkännande fanns med där. Vad gjorde de då? Jo, fansen startade ett nytt Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon. Alla som hade skor fick till en början spela. Klubben började klättra i seriesystemet och nu kan det vara dags igen. För fem år sedan vann de en straffläggning mot Luton för att ta sig in i det engelska proffsystemet bland de fyra högsta divisionerna, in i League Two. Och nu kan ett nytt steg vara på gång. Den här våren så är de och hugger på en playoffplats upp till nästa division, tredje divisionen, League One. Ett historiskt avancemang i så fall. Och samtidigt... Extra kittlande, möjligen från andra hållet. Milton Keynes, Dons, är kanske på väg att rasa ut The Championship. Så på så sätt, Wimbledon är kanske på väg i fatt sin egen historia. Och de möts i League One. Det är The Crazy Gang 2.0 som nu rör på sig. De som rörde om på många sätt i det engelska fotbollsetablissemanget som allra mest för ungefär 25-30 år sedan. Det var laget som jäckade superupplagan av Liverpool mer än en gång. Som var med när tv-revolutionen kom och Premier League bildades. Och som redan 1992 fick värja sig från att bli av med sin identitet. Att slå bort krafterna från de som ville att Crystal Palace och Wimbledon skulle slås ihop. Flytten till Sellers Park var naturligtvis grunden för den diskussionen kring den sammanslagningen. När 80-tal blev 90-tal skärptes säkerheten i England och Plough Lane kunde inte längre vara en klassisk hemmaarena för Wimbledon. Det blev en flytt härifrån till Sellers Park och så, så småningom nu då för den nya versionen av Wimbledon en bit bort på Kings Meadow. Men det var här som hjältar likt Vinnie Jones- Tog några skamgrepp i sin karriär. Laurie Sanchez sprang runt som en av de mest osannolika FA Cup-hjältarna genom tiderna. 1988-laget vann ju så småningom finalen mot Liverpool. Och det var här Neil Ardley, nuvarande manager för detta spelare, också var en av hjältarna. Så där kunde det se ut när han revs ner av Peter Schmeichel. Han fick inte straff. Varken han eller Wimbledon. Det har inte varit någon enkel historia, varken för den nya eller den gamla Dons. Men med små 
resurser har AFC Wimbledon nu stora planer. Titta, så här ska det se ut om lite drygt två år är det tänkt. Bara några hundra meter från gamla klassiska Plow Lane. 12 000 åskådare till att börja med. Förberedde utbyggnadsplan till 22 000. Det är här på det som numera är en arena för Greyhound Racing som AFC Wimbledon ska spela allt större fotboll. Staden har så sent som förra veckan komplicerat processen en aning. Men Planen ska hålla, tror klubben och Erik Samuelsson, att från 2018-2019 då är det en, ännu en ny hemvist, en frivillig flytt som gäller för AFC Wimbledon. Här från Plow Lane så är det förresten ja, det är bara några hundra meter bort i den riktningen. Where, when and why did you enter this club? Oh, the short answer to that is that uh, I'm from the northeast of England, um, so it's not my home. But my sons went to a school in uh, in a borough in London, where you had to choose. Well, all the kids supported Wimbledon or Chelsea, and for random reasons, I think because he liked uh, the the name, my elder boy chose Wimbledon, and I started taking them. You shouldn't watch football unless you care who wins, mm. and if you've been several years and you've been dragged to away games, suddenly it's your team. So where I come from, this is a heresy, but Wimbledon became my team. Tell us about the journey with AFC. Well, um, back in 2002, um, the then owners of the club wanted to, uh, who were who some Norwegian guys, uh, agreed to a move to Milton Keynes. Uh, I think they bought the club, not quite understanding what they bought. Milton Keynes wanted a football club in the Football League and they didn't want to go through the the normal route of starting from the bottom. So they basically, um, our fans would put it, they hijacked our club and moved it uh, 100 kilometers away, up the motorway. Uh, and the fans who have a very strong sense of history knowing that the old Wimbledon started at the very bottom of the football pyramid and worked their way up eventually to win the FA Cup said... That's not our club anymore. Um, a club should be in its own community. We'll start again, and we'll do the same again. And I was there at the time. I wrote them a business plan. Um, and unusually for me, because I'm normally not very assertive, I told them they needed a finance director, like me. <laughs> and to my delight, they agreed. What? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Drives you. Oh, um, above all else, including football, my family. But uh, in football, um, a love of the game. When you can't play, you weren't very good. To be involved in some direct way is wonderful. To um, I've explained to our manager that part of his job is to make me understand football. I think, like many fans, I don't really know what's going on. And I, but I, unlike many fans, I realise I don't know what's going on. So part of his job on every Monday morning is to tell me what happened and why. Um, so I want to understand the game. I, I want to right a wrong. What was done to Wimbledon was a dreadful wrong. Um, nobody died, but you know, it's 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 football terms. It was about as wrong as you can get. Um, I'm very competitive, so I want us to win. I want to see us go back home. Um, all of those things drive me, but mainly putting right or wrong. What is most important? Uh, going back home to. Plow Lane or next next to it or back to the Premiership or just doing things right? My answer is um, doing things right uh, by going back to Plow Lane. Um, <laughs> we did a survey of the owners of the club, who are the fans. There's about 2,000 fans who own a, sh- a, a single share in the club. That's all you can have. Um, and their top priority was staying in the ownership of the members So they didn't want anybody in a suit, as the usual way it's described, to own the club again. Secondly, to go back to Merton. And thirdly, to rise up through the Football League. Uh, the first one, we continue to achieve. The second one, we're close to. The third one, well, we got into the Football League, astonishingly. Uh, and once we have a new stadium, we will rise up again. Where are your biggest challenges for the moment? Right now, because of the decision that took happened last week, our biggest challenge is to get the relevant planning agreement from the authorities for us to go ahead with a new stadium in Plough Lane, a stadium for which we provisionally have uh, permission for 20,000 capacity, but which realistically will start with under 10. We don't want it to look two-thirds empty. Um, that's the biggest challenge now. The second one is to see just how far you can go without having a money man. It's always a money a man, isn't it? <laughs> You're not the money man. <laughs> uh, one of the things I made very, I promised my wife was I would not spend all my time here, and I would not spend my pension here. I, I lied about the time, <laughs> but my pension is still intact. And therefore, unlike many clubs, when the fans think we need to spend more money, they know the answer is, "Well, you put it in," because I don't have it. So the fans are very generous in in the way they do these things. Um, And they never ask me for money. In fact, there was once, yeah. once on a station platform when we'd lost a game, a crowd of fans walked towards me singing, get your checkbook out. But the man at the front of the crowd was my son. <laughs> 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 so, uh, respect. <laughs> it's a family affair sometimes. <laughs> it's a great way. I mean, it's, it's, my wife loves football too, and I have two sons, and it's a great way of having a bond in a family. Um, your sons when they get to a certain age they don't want to be with their boring parents but they will watch football with you 
So it was a great way through those teenage years to spend time with them. And now they're in their 30s. Um, they're beginning to understand just how, just how much I knew when I was bringing them up. <laughs> is, it, is it really possible to compete on a higher level on this without the money man? Yes, uh, I'm certain that we could get into the next league up. We're in League Two. Mm. Um, in case your f- listeners aren't entirely familiar, that's the fourth tier down, the Premier League being level one. Uh, we could get to League One with the current squad, and we might this season. Mm. It's an outside chance, but mm. we might. And we're getting better every year. Um, in the Championship, it's a lot harder, but clubs with smaller budgets have done this. But I think we would need the financial resources behind us that would come with a new stadium. And then once you get to the championship, well, get there, establish yourself, take a deep breath and look around. Um, I, Nothing is impossible. I think that will be the ultimate challenge because you look around and you see so many clubs being bought by investors uh, who all want to be in the Premier League or at least the championship. There's only 44 spaces, but there's room for a small one. Um, with high standards, ethics and financial sustainability and I think we can at least get to the championship getting the premiership will not be my problem I'll have moved on by then There are some supporter clubs uh, driven by supporters Mm. and and the the lust uh, could this club make it all the way Uh, the, the others haven't really done it Uh, I think we could. I think we have a chance. It, it depends on definition of all the way. If you mean into the Champions League, ooh, no, uh, okay. but you know, let's, le- let's stick to the Premiership, <laughs> the, the Premier League. The Premiership, maybe. The Championship, definitely. Uh, and to survive there, probably, uh, I think. Uh, the Premier League, that's tough. If you look at what clubs spend to get into the Premier League, it's difficult. Um, the other clubs that haven't done it, I think they've come from a different place. Many times when, a, when the fans own a club, it's because that club is a financial basket case. So you inherit a club with huge debts because you're trying to do the right thing. You have no money man to put the money in, so your first task is to try and run the club and pay off the debt. Your chances of success are low, and you've come from a club where many of the fans have an attitude, typical of many football fans, which is that they want success and they want it soon. So there's a couple of exceptions. I, mean, I think Exeter are a good exception who've... who've continued but many clubs that are taken over by their fans they become too impatient an offer comes along um, and and they stop because they started off from the wrong place we didn't want to start off where we started from but we did start off with no debt uh, a groundswell of fans who wanted to support us and a lot of goodwill Um, you wouldn't want this to happen to anybody else but if, if you're going to do it again that's the place to start from This club is uh, built um, by other values uh, than most of the top uh, clubs for the moment. Does, does it uh, exist a point where other values like uh, the economics be- become more important? That's um, that's not for me to say because we're owned by the fans. I think uh, one of the I will answer this question eventually. But um, one of the challenges we face when we move to a new stadium is. The crowds will be 50%, at least bigger, we think maybe double. How many of those fans have grown up with us? How many of them understand this culture? How many of them will come with the more impatient attitudes I talked about earlier? And how do we keep this culture? Mm. If we can keep this culture, then I think we can continue. And, I, and I, I'm, 
I'm not one for comparing our values to others. We just say what they are, let other people do the comparisons. Mm -hmm. But I think we can make it work. But there'll come a time when the owners of the club may say, actually, we're prepared to sell up a part of it or we're prepared to sell a lot. I don't want to. If that happened, I would walk away. But um, if the owners decide that, 2,000 fans, then it'll happen. And that's democracy. Do the fans, uh, do you think, do they dare once again? Yeah, they do. I think, I think um, some of it is a lack of uh, awareness of just how much money you need to spend. Uh, the, the, put this into context. The team that comes bottom in the Premier League next season will get, I think, at least £100 million. Um, <clears throat> our annual wage bill is five weeks of a top Premier League player one and just over one and a quarter million pounds so the scale of this is is beyond the comprehension of me and i'm close to it let alone the people the fans who want us to get there but you know when we started lots of people especially people in football said this can't be done fans are only good for painting walls and cleaning the toilets and turning up and paying to watch games um we've shown what can be done there's room for some idealism in football and if we're the idealism then fine i'm fine with that How's the patience? Pot? Uh, the patience, the endurance uh, <coughs> from you, from the fans? Uh, I think we have to work on that. I think it's, uh, first of all, I think you shouldn't be a football team unless you've got ambition. You just shouldn't be. Mm. Your ambition, and I think your ambition needs to be more than just stay in the league you're in. I think that's one of the sad things about the Premier League. Um, so our ambition is to go up. I think as long as we're improving on a regular basis, our fans seem to be understanding. Of course, if you go on a chat site, you'll find those who think that I'm an idiot, the manager isn't good enough, uh, we need to spend more money. But I think as long as we communicate properly to our fans and explain where we are and why we are and the consequences of the wonderful structure we've got, then so far it seems fine. I have never, in all the time I've been here, been abused by a fan. Um, there's not many chairmen who can probably say that when mm. they spend the first hour and a half before a game walking around the car park talking to people so it, I think our fans understand uh, if we were relegated maybe I wouldn't walk around so much <laughs> <laughs> but you maybe get promoted this time <laughs> maybe we will yeah. um, that would be great I mean uh, uh, from a financial point of view we're probably not quite ready but I'm a football fan I want to win every game and if we get into the playoffs I want to win the playoffs and, and let's worry about the finances later we won't go broke But it would be unfortunate to come straight down again. So one of the things we've just, we're just writing to our fans today about next season season tickets is to say, if we go up, um, our adjusted budget would be the second lowest in the league. Um, so if we go up, we're putting prices up. And that's the reason. To, By and large, uh, you come in the league roughly according to what you spend. <clears throat> the challenge for our manager is always to finish four places above what we where we are in the wages league because even if we're bottom of the wages league that means we'll be safe uh, and so far he's always done that uh, and I think that shows he adds value so so yeah I want to go up yes I'm, I'm patient a bit more patient than the fans because I know the detail but the fans are very understanding and your wife? my wife is incredibly understanding <laughs> <coughs> um, uh, she I think she Although that she grumbles sometimes, um, she has a saying uh, which is uh, to do with if I retire, which is that um, marriage is for life, but it's not for lunch. I don't want you in the house. <laughs>
So if I stop here, I'll have to do something else. And I will do something else. You, you, you can't do something like this as intense as this and then just go, finish. You have to do something else. And I'll be out for lunch, I promise. <laughs> Eric, uh, we won't stop here, but uh, this interview stops here. Thanks a lot for your opinions. My pleasure. Uh, My absolute pleasure. Det finns gott om sagor i den engelska fotbollen, inte minst här i League 2, där tabellen ser ut så här med bara två omgångar kvar. Northampton Town toppar blev för ett par veckor sedan som första lag i ligasystemet klart för uppflyttning. En klubb som bara var timmar ifrån en konkurs så sent som för några månader sedan strax före jul. Hör gärna mer om den historien och om en annan succéförening Burton Albion i programmet Miraklen i Midlands. Inte långt från Leicester faktiskt. Venström.tv är adressen för samtliga program. 4, 5, 6 och 7 i den här tabellen är playoffplatser för att så småningom för ett lag ta den glamorösa vägen till League One via Wembley. Portsmouth vann den där uppskjutna matchen i veckan mot AFC Wimbledon och säkrade det där med playoffplats. För Wimbledon krävs det kanske ett par poäng till. Möjligen är det dags den här våren, den här säsongen för nästa historiska steg för AFC Wimbledon. Klubben som ständigt går en match mot verkligheten. Mot vädret, mot borgmästaren. Fast kanske en vinst ändå i sammanhanget. Att de slapp förlora med uddamålet mot Portsmouth inför tv-publiken. Vad säger katten? Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.